to the other side of Blackpool podcast. And if you live here in Blackpool, this show's for you. From high up in our attic room studio on Church Street, we share the true stories of what life is really like in Blackpool. Stories that are often overlooked, hidden or under-celebrated. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. Today we are looking back on our first year of the Other Side of Blackpool podcast and celebrating what our residents have achieved here in 12 short months. And today I'm with my old friend from the Poverty Truth team in Blackpool, Leon Davey. Hello. Hello, Gillian. How's it going? <laughs> it's going really well. I'm so glad that we have fought through the ice and cold. Yes. And I think we've managed to stay upright. Absolutely. Just to be able to brief our lovely listeners on all the things that have happened this year. So, Leon, tell me, is, is this year finishing better for you, worse or about the same? I'd share about the same, actually. Um, maybe a down thing is my car's had to go, my 1994 Volvo 850 estate, but she's been great in that, and I'll just get another one. Things change, you know, things change. Once but again. you are on the bus a bit now. You're trying that out, aren't you? Yes, I am, and I'm on my uh, push bike, so um, I'm getting rosy cheeks, and I've lost about half a stone already, <laughs> and I've only been doing it three weeks. It's great. <laughs> right, so you might be hooked. You might not need a car after this. Well, we'll see. I like both. I love both. Yeah. And what else are you up to? Um, the allotment, the, um, getting ready what I'm going to be planting again, which will be lots of sunflowers, so all the, all the seeds are ready there. Lots of rhubarb, all the apple trees are cut and neat and stuff and covered like that. So, um, And um, I'll be doing my holistic therapies. And on that topic, Gillian, it's free for Revo residents. Oh, um, right. Yes. At the Revo Hub? At the Revo Hub at half past ten each Monday from the 16th. So okay. that's free. However, the the other holistic treatments that I do at Manda's House, sorry, they're £5 online. Okay, Manda's House or the um, house previously known as the World Healing yes, Centre. Yeah, World on Healing Lytham, Centre, yes. Lytham Road, which is a beautiful yeah. place to visit. So I'm looking forward to 2023. I've got lots to share and stuff, and it's really great. We're going to make a huge difference again like we did this year. Good for you, Leon. Well, it's been great to have your company this year. Oh, and of course, our gang of residents, we meet every other Wednesday for a big lunch and talk about what we we'd like to see change in this town we're a small group but we're not to be underestimated as you'll hear in a minute from the cases that we take on um on the bills we've gone through the mill on the bills haven't we this this year um here's our first clip in our review of the year is john it's our john talking about why he joined the poverty truth team as a helper and how he was alarmed at the sense he might be falling into poverty himself Before that, before I retired, then I was involved with learning and development at a senior level and health and safety for quite a few of the major attractions in the town. Uh, So lots of contacts. And that's what happened when I joined Poverty Truth. Yeah. I I thought, now then, this is a way that I can help. And that's about a year ago, as you said. And at that stage, I'm thinking, okay, this is what I'm going to bring to the table. Strangely... It may have changed now with this cost of living crisis. I may be getting closer to the poverty line than I've ever thought it might happen before. That was our John talking about how poverty feels like it's not far away for all of us um, in these days. Um, It's been a big year for bills, hasn't it, Leon? Yes. um, On that topic there, I did get a lot of help from Louise. 
who's the um, in charge of the benefits there, and she rectified an 18th month mistake that they'd made with me. So that was yeah, Louise Jones from the council who yes. comes on the podcast during Absolutely, the year, doesn't yeah. she? And she yeah. she helped you with that. So what did, did they do? Um, they, they they looked into it, checked it, and they refunded all the money. <sighs> Great to have friends in high places, Leon. It, it really is, yes, and it's also who you know as well. So, you listeners out there, get in touch with us if you need any help on any topic, any challenges, and that. Yeah, we specialise in unfixable problems, but Absolutely. we are so um, devoted to our friends in, who lead in this town. Yes, and Louise Jones, who's head of revenues, um, benefits, and customer services, has come on here and done some phone-ins for us with residents, giving advice on on the big bills that we've been expecting and experiencing in Blackpool. Um, we're really grateful to Louise. Happy Christmas, Louise. Thank you very much, Louise. Peaceful Christmas. Well, it hasn't been all nose to the grindstone. We've taken some time to look up and look around us, haven't we? From our first episode, the wonders of Blackpool Beach has featured (laughs) in our conversation. Here's Dick Cartmel from our team talking about coming to Blackpool as a child from up the coast in Fleetwood. It was just exciting. You, You came along the prom, you saw... Thousands of people, really, most of the year round. Um, not obviously in the deep winter, but there were always people, and you wonder where they'd come from and all the rest of it. And there were horses and animals uh, from the zoo going in the water, elephants. It was unbelievable sights. This was another world to Fleetwood, uh, which was fishing, fishing, fishing. That's what it was about. That was... Blackpool's brilliant history, our very first episode, um, and Dick remembering the days when animals from the zoo were on the beach, and you could even see Stanley Matthews on his morning run. <laughs> now you can only see Dick Cartmel on his morning run. <laughs> One thing hasn't changed, though, the quality of the air and yep. the sea and the sky. Here's Dick again. There was a survey done, I think, about three years ago, um, maybe a bit longer, but the survey uh, was about the best ozone content in in the air throughout the world, and and they went to various places um, throughout the world, and and they came to the conclusion that number one was the Azores, and second, unbelievably, came Russell Point, which is just a mile up the road. Mm So if you come here, you know, Blackpool's bracing air is in many of George Formby's songs and so on. And it's true. I mean, it does invigorate you. The invigorating health-filled features of Blackpool Beach. And we went walking on the beach, didn't we, um, Leon, round Russell and Fleetwood? Yes, we did. And not only that, we had a picnic on the beach as well and um, played lots of games as well. How many... Office were there about? Yeah, it was that quite was. A lot. Yeah, this was the day that we took our friends from the Metropole Hotel. Yes. Now that we know there are more than four hundred people in there at the moment, they're asylum seekers seeking refuge from all parts of the world. Yeah. Um, and we we thought, well, let's not go for a walk on our own. Let's invite some Absolutely, of them. Absolutely, yes. So maybe there were about thirty or forty that time yeah. that came with us, at least. And about twenty five of those um, enjoyed the yoga that we did. Mm-hmm. We gave them a yoga class on you the beach You were doing yo- yoga on the golf course, I think, yes. I remember. And it's really good to see the mums and dads and the children climbing on the backs and hearing all the laughter. We've got some, you know, really good photos of that. They thoroughly enjoyed it. And um, and we're carrying that on, aren't we? Julie? Yeah, with the help of yeah. Get Out, Get Active at Blackpool Council. 
Council and yeah. Lyndon and Daniel and the team there. Yes. Um, we managed to do another walk in August um, yes. around Stanley Park. And um, yeah, the, this this offer continues for as long as there are people yeah. in the, the Metropole Hotel. Yeah, we're thinking we're, of them this Christmas, aren't we? just like to really, really thank the this, this Stanley Park staff there. They made a huge, huge difference to those people. They really have. Yeah. And it was in one of our episodes, Why I Moved to Blackpool, that two of our neighbours talked about how the air still has healing qualities in body and mind and spirit. The reason I came to Blackpool because of my health, because of my asthma, because I have really bad asthma. I couldn't breathe when I was in Salford. That's where I come from. And it, it, there's nothing in Salford for anybody no, nowadays. Now in Blackpool, I've got more variety of seeing friends, I've got more variety of seeing company, I've got more variety of having a laugh with people. You can't do that in Salford. <coughs> now, critically, what happened to your asthma as soon as you arrived in town? Oh my God, my chest was so clear. It was amazing. Really? Do you have to go on the on the front to experience that? What was it like? No, it started straight away. As soon as I moved into my flat, that was it. It started going. Now, John, you're born and bred Manchester. And is Blackpool better for you? When I'm stressed or when I'm when I'm upset, sometimes I, I tend to go down the seafront. People might say it's stupid now, but you see when 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 the waves are like crashing against each other and 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 and, and they're going up in the air and, and and the water's going up in the air, it doesn't matter where you are or what you're doing. Just take a look at them. Your mind. Your mind clears up. I think to myself, that's my mind, and that's and that's taking that my my stress or whatever I'm, whatever the reason is why I'm looking at him. It's taking it all away. That was uh, Chris and John talking about how the Blackpool Beach still has magical qualities. And Chris, actually, in our first Cost of Living episode, spoke about how the beach, a walk on the beach, is better than an electric heater or (laughs) staying in bed to keep warm. Here's her advice. Get your mouth. Go to the beach. Go walking. It's exercise. It's healthy for you anyway. Well, actually, I go three times a day anyway, but that's not the point. You don't have to wrap up warm because then you'll get too warm. Don't go to bed all the time because you'll get bed sores. <laughs> that's Blackpool's <laughs> money-saving expert, Christine Boyle, who's got more more advice for us. And we're, no doubt we'll be tuning into her in the new year with uh, tips for keeping warm, keeping well and um, saving money. <laughs> laughs here in the studio didn't we Leon but we did do some work as well yes we did and um, we took on five cases over the year and we sought out the leaders of the town who wanted to work with us to make the changes we wanted wanted to see yeah and here's an update on some of them Okay, the first case is the case of the plight of patients leaving Victoria Hospital without money to get home. Um, You will know that Blackpool's A&E department is the busiest outside London. Um, But we know that there are people who are leaving without means to get home and it is a little bit out of town. There was a cut in the budget that used to be available for people who struggled to pay the bus fare. Yes, and we took that issue to the leader of the town because it was raised with one of our by one of our residents. 
Yeah, especially uh, Karen Cooper from Blackpool Transport and um, some others as well. They were absolutely horrified with the stories. And uh, some of the stories, even the upper management weren't aware of what was going on with the staff and what they were experiencing. The, the horrendous, you know, real-life accounts you're giving, I, I have no knowledge of, and I don't think any of our board do either. Vicky's shaking her head. So I see this as an amazing opportunity for us to work with whoever the right people are. So our brave resident, who is a worker at the hospital, told her story of the things she'd seen at the door of the hospital and people who were leaving and all sorts of difficult situations, vulnerable people who didn't have the money to get home. And um, we supported her in getting all the way to the top on this, an appointment with the chief executive and now a series of meetings um, that are being run with the top brass at the hospital this case is not yet closed we are still working on some solutions are we not it's still ongoing case and um there's a new meeting in the new year right at the end of uh, january 31st of january we're meeting the top brass at the hospital again so if you're a patient and you've had questions about how difficult it's been to get away from the hospital on or you know someone with no means who's had to negotiate those difficulties do get in touch get in touch Don't don't hesitate on the other side of blackpool Facebook page. Yep. So our next meeting of the leaders of the town was in September. And we had some special guests on that day, didn't we, Leon? Yes, yes, we did. We had two very, very brave mums from Chorley who came to Blackpool and to to support our mums here with the same problem that they were having. Their children were being bullied and abused by other children, taunted and even physically attacked. So here's Jane and Lisa from Chorley, spoken in September with the Mums and Children's School. And please used to have some similarities especially with the way that you're not getting any help from any outside organizations i.e the school and the police and that you you feel like you're kind of fighting your own battle both me and jade have had battles to fight as much as sometimes our our children have to fight we're fighting with the justice side of it so yeah we completely get that and you do you feel like you're the only person here but no there is a lot of similarities and there is a lot of advice that i hope me and jade can give you It was great to have Jade and Lisa from Chorley to meet our mums in Blackpool who are experiencing uh, their children being bullied from school, being bullied at school. Um, The Chorley mums had won the interest of their MP, Lindsay Hoyle, who just so happens to be the Speaker of the House of Commons. And he's now invited them to London to see if there's anything in the law that could be changed to support mums who are in this difficult position. So we're watching that for news in the new year, aren't we, Leon? And um, the way to watch how it's going in Chorley for the mums is their social accounts. I think they're on just about everything, Facebook, Instagram, all the rest of it. And you will just have to search for Mums Against Youth Attacks to see how they're getting on. And please, anyone in Blackpool that has any challenges to do with the same topic, please get in touch. There might be something that we can do. Yep. And in fact, we're calling a meeting of interested mums on Wednesday, the 25th of January. So if you're listening to this and you know someone who's struggling with this, very often mums feel all alone in protecting their child who's experiencing bullying at school and social media is a nasty new element which needs to be dealt with. Um, Then we've got something coming up that can help. We'd love to meet you. 
Well, throughout the year, our Facebook page has been the place to go for Blackpool's best special offers. That's free or nearly free things to do, presented in the studio by our Emma Jackson. Here is her most shared and watched special offer this year concerning the Queen's Jubilee celebrations over the summer. Hi everyone, my name's Emma from the Blackpool Poverty Truth Network, based up at Empowerment at Bispam. This week's special offers is all about the Jubilee celebrations. Hopefully you found something red, white and blue in your wardrobe so we can be suitably dressed for the occasion. People have been busy across the Fylde Coast baking cakes, making bunting, and it's going to be a weekend jam-packed full of activities for all the family. So get out there. One of the many events that we'd like to tell you about that's happening this Thursday, the 2nd of June, is just outside the Revolution Hub, next door to Iberson Court Community. Yes, and also um, we've had very good interest on Facebook and podcasts and stuff, and we've won the attention of the BBC Radio Lancashire, who even asked us to appear on the pre-budget broadcasts. And here's Gillian speaking to Graeme Liver. We work with residents all year round um, and and meet them and hear what their agenda is. And I don't think budgets and things have made much impact in the conversation until this year. So the spring statement, the fact that the Chancellor had to come back uh, and redo it because it really didn't affect people enough. And people in Blackpool, our residents are saying... Look, we've had, we've had our 100-year heyday, we've had decades of underinvestment, then austerity, then the pandemic, and we really need our local services back. So although the government will look at this autumn statement and think, oh, all right, 25% of it's for local government, if you're here, it's all of it. It's all you experience is, is your local services. You just feel the need to go to government. It's all local. And so we've got, we've got a big meeting today at Salvation Army Citadel. We've got um, residents, we've got leaders in the room. We'll be telling stories about what it feels to need more from the town. Yeah, this idea that Blackpool's residents have news for the town's leaders and with them can be part of creating a better Blackpool is what our project, which is called the Poverty Truth Project, is all about. Um, and here is Dick again. He's our chairman, Canon Dick Cartmel of Blackburn Cathedral, and he's a born and bred Blackpool lad. And here he is again, he, reflecting on what might have happened if the Prime Minister, then Boris Johnson, had done this, had asked real people in Blackpool what they thought when he came to admire the town earlier this year. Yeah. The Prime Minister came with Michael Gove, was it last week? Mm. And I, I didn't know he was here until he'd gone. <laughs> and I'm thinking, who did he talk to? My guess is, and this is a pure guess, he was talking to officialdom. Uh, but I'm saying, if you'd walk through the town centre, you, you may have been lynched, but if you walk through the town centre and just talk to ordinary people, you may have got a slightly different picture. Those of us who live here every single day of the week. So that's it. That's what's unique about our project, the Poverty Truth Project, that it starts with real residents and it puts residents in the lead on fixing things in this town. So what's our next case for the new year, Leon? Well, we're going to be throwing a free lunch and it's okay. I'm not cooking. So (laughs) a free lunch at Revo at the start of next year. And you're welcome to come along to the Revo Hub and join me for a meeting of residents here concerned with the topic of fly tipping and rubbish and um, we'll be investigating 
investigating the mysterious cases of fly tipping in Rivo. And here's one of our neighbours, Betty. It's been going on for months and all during the summer. And you can't find them. You know, I go to bed at half eleven at night. I got up the next morning. That's all there. Bags of rubbish. Then the seagulls busting the bags over the street, down the alleys. I mean, me and my next door neighbour, we try to keep our properties up to standard. Mm. But then when you see that, I mean, I've seen them. You know, like 20 minutes to three in the morning. But what can I do? You know, I don't want to go. It's two ladies dumping bags. Mm. And it's household. There's nappies, food, bottles. And it's just scattered everywhere. So that was Betty. And Betty and Leon will be inviting you to lunch on Wednesday, the 11th of January, 12 till 2 at the Revo Hub on Central Drive. Yes. Um, Make sure you're with us then uh, to enjoy a lovely lunch and to tell us what you think about rubbish in Revo. And you can find us on Facebook for more information about that at the other side of Blackpool. So that was our slice of Blackpool life this year. Uh, thank you for listening, dear listeners. Thank you, our um, determined and helpful team here at Content Creators in Blackpool on Church Street. Yes. Um, we're really grateful to Jed and the team for all his and their help. Um, thank you for taking part and for sending your questions and comments about what real life in Blackpool is like for you. We've so appreciated being able to absolutely broadcast and have our little show here yes up high in an attic room in church street in blackpool (laughs) Um, and we wish you dear listener a very merry christmas and a happy new year and we look forward to working with you and changing things in 2023 merry merry christmas peaceful christmas cheerio you've been listening to the other side of blackpool podcast for people who live here all year round we're a dream of the poverty truth network in blackpool and the filed coast Find out more at povertytruthnetwork.org. If you like us, follow us and leave us a review.